Chapter 50 of Jerusalem to Revelations A Quartet of Spiritual Experience by William Blake and others. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Tony Addison. Inferno, 17, the seventh circle, the third ring, violence against art, usurers. Behold the wild beast with the pointed tail, which, crossing mountains, breaks through walls and armour. Behold who sickens all the world with stench. My leader thus began to speak to me, and signalled to it to approach the edge, near where the marble we had traversed ended, and that foul image of deceit came on, and landed on the bank its head and chest, but o'er the edge it drew not up its tail. Its face was as the face of a just man, so pleasing outwardly was its complexion, the body of a serpent all the rest. Two paws it had, all hairy to the armpits, its back and breast, as well as both its sides, were painted o'er with snares and wheel-like shields. Ne'er with more colours in its woof and warp did Turks or Tartars manufacture cloth, nor by Arachne were such webs designed. As flat boats sometimes lie upon the shore, in water partly, partly on the land, and as among the greedy Germans yonder the beaver seats himself to wage his war, so lay that worst of beasts upon the edge which closes in the sandy plain with stone. All of its tail was quivering in the void, and twisting upward its envenomed fork which, like a scorpion's weapon, armed its tip. Our path must turn aside a little now, my leader said to me, until we reach that wicked beast reclining over there. Around our right breast, therefore, we went down, and took ten paces on the very edge, thus surely to avoid both sand and fire, and... After we had come to it, I saw, upon the sand, a little further on, some people sitting near the precipice. My teacher them, that thou mayest take with thee a full experience of this ring, go on, and see the nature of the life they lead. There be thy conversation brief. Meanwhile, till thy return, I'll talk with this wild beast that its strong shoulders may be yielded us. Thus, further on, along the outer edge of that seventh circle, all alone I went, to where the melancholy people sat. Out of their eyes their woe was bursting forth. First here, then there, they helped them with their hands, now from the flames, now from the heated soil. Not otherwise 
do dogs in summer-time now with their paws and with their muzzles now when e'er by fleas or flies or gadflies bitten when on the face of some i set mine eyes on whom the woeful fire is falling there i knew not one of them but i perceived that from the neck of each the hunger pouch which had a certain colour and design wherewith their eyes appeared to feed themselves and as i looking came into their midst azure upon a yellow pouch i saw which had the form and semblance of a lion then as my gaze continued on its course another i beheld as red as blood exhibiting a goose more white than butter and one of them who had his small white pouch emblazoned with an azure pregnant sow said to me what dost thou in this hour ditch now go thy way and since thou livest still know that my fellow townsman vitaliano will sit beside me here upon my left i with these florentines a paduan am and very frequently they stun my ears by shouting let the sovereign knight arrive who bring with him the pocket with three beats herewith his mouth he twisted sticking out his tongue as doth an ox that licks its nose and i afraid lest any longer stay might anger him who warned me to be brief turned from those weary spirits back again i found my leader who had climbed already upon the back of that fierce animal and said to me now be thou strong and bold by stairs like these shall we descend hereafter climb thou in front for midst i wish to be so that the tail may do no injury like one with cotton fevers chill so near that pale already are his fingernails and that but looking at the shade he shudders such at the words he uttered i became but that shame made its threats to me which renders a servant strong when in a good lord's presence as on those horrid shoulders i sat down i wished to tell him see that thou embrace me my voice however came not as i thought but he who succoured me at other times and other straits as soon as i was up encircled and sustained me with his arms and then he said now gerion move thou on wide be thy wheels and gradual thy descent bethink thee of the unwonted load thou hast as from its mooring-place a little boat backs slowly out even so did he withdraw and when he wholly felt himself in play to where his breast had been he turned his tail and moved the latter stretched out like an eel while with his paws he gathered in the air i do not think that there was greater fear when phaeton let go his horse's reins whereby as still appears the sky was burned 
nor yet when wretched icarus perceived his back unfeathering through the melting wax while calling him his father cried thou holdst an evil cause then mine was when i saw that i was in the air on every side and gone the sight of all things save the beast the latter swimming slowly wends his way wheels and descends but i perceive it not save by the wind below and in my face the waterfall i now heard on the right making a horrid roar beneath us hence i outward thrust my head with eyes turned down more fearful of the abyss i then became for fires i now beheld and wailings heard hence trembling i clung closer with my thighs and then for i perceived it not before by the great torments which on divers sides drew near i saw our wheeling and descent even as a falcon long upon the wing which without seeing lure or game bird makes the falconer say alas thou comest down descendeth weary through a hundred rings whence he had swiftly started and alights far from his lord in angry sullenness so likewise geryon set us down below close to the bottom of the rough-hewn rock and of our persons rid as fast as flies an arrow from a bowstring sped away inferno eighteen the eighth circle fraud the first trench pandars and seducers the second trench flatterers and prostitutes a place there is in hell called malebolge holy of stone and of an iron hue as is the round wall which encircles it right in the midst of its malicious field yawneth a well exceeding wide and deep of whose construction in its place i'll speak round therefore is the girdle which remains between the well and that hard high wall's base and ten great trenches subdivide its bed as is the appearance which where many moats and circle castles for the wall's protection the section where they are presents such was the one whose trenches furnished here and just as in such fortresses small bridges stretch from their threshold to the outmost bank so crags ran from the bottom of the cliff across the banks and trenches to the well which gathering them together cuts them off in this place then we found ourselves when dropped from geryon's back the poet thereupon held to the left and i behind him moved upon the right side i beheld new cause for sympathy new pains and scourges new wherewith the first trench was completely filled 
down at its bottom, naked were the sinners. This side, the middle facing us, they came, beyond it with us, but with quicker steps. Means such as those which at the jubilee the Romans took, because of its great throng, to have the people pass across the bridge, who toward the castle, all on one side face, and toward St. Peter's go their way, while all move toward the mountain on the other edge. This side and that upon the dark stone floor, horned demons with great scourges I beheld, who from behind were fiercely whipping them. Ah, how they caused them to lift them up their heels, when by the first blow smitten certainly none waited for the second or the third. While I was going on, mine eyes were met by one of them, and instantly I said, I fast not from a previous sight of him. To make him out, I therefore stayed my feet, and having stopped with me, my gentle leader assented to my going back a little. That scourged one thought that he could hide himself by looking down, but little it availed him. For thou that castest down thine eyes, said I, unless the features which thou hast are false, benitico cacianimico art. But what brings thee into such pungent sources? And he to me, unwillingly I tell it, but forced I am by thy transparent speech, which makes me recollect the olden world. I was the one who led Gisolabella to do according to the Marquis' will, however the disgusting tale be told. Nor am I here the only Bolognese that weeps, nay, this place is so full of us that not so many tongues are taught to-day between Savena and Reno to say Sipa. And if, therefore, thou wouldst have pledge or proof, recall to mind her avaricious breaths. As thus he spoke, her demon with his lash smote him, and said to him, Panda, be gone! There are no women here to sell for coin. I then rejoined my escort, whereupon, when we had taken some few steps, we came to where a crag projected from the bank. This we ascended with the greatest ease, and, turning to the right along its ridge, we left those everlasting circling walls. When we were where it hollows out below, to let the scourge pass through, my leader said, Now stay thy steps, and on thee let the sight of all these other ill-born spirits strike, whose faces thou hast not perceived as yet, because they've gone with us in our direction. As from the ancient bridge we watched the troop, which on the other side was toward us coming, and which the scourge was likewise driving on without my asking, my good teacher said, Look at that great man there, who, as he comes, for all his pain, seems not to shed a tear, how royal an appearance he still keeps. Jason is he, who by his doubtiness and wit did 
deprived the colchins of their ram. He passed the Isle of Lemos on his way, after its pitiless and daring women had given up to death their every male. With tokens of his love and flattering words, he there deceived the maid, Hypsipale, who previously had all the rest deceived. He left her there with child, and all alone, him to this punishment that fault condemns, and for Medea too his vengeance wrought. With him go those that in this way deceive. Be this enough to know of this first ditch, and of those too that in its fangs it holds. Already were we where the narrow path forms with the second bank across, and makes therewith abutments for another arch. We thence heard people in the following trench, who whined and groaned, and with their muzzles puffed, while smiting their own bodies with their palms. The banks were crusted over with a mould by vapour from below, which, sticking there, offensive to both eyes and nose became so deep the bottom that there is no means of looking into it unless one climb the archer's summit where the crag is highest thither we came and from it in the ditch people i saw immersed in excrement which seemed from human privies to have come while peering with mine eyes down there I saw a head so foul with filth that whether clerk's or layman's head it were was not apparent. Scolding, he said, Why, greedier, art thou to look at me than at the other foul one? And I, because, if I remember well, I've seen thee with dry hair ere now, for thou Alessio Interminiae of Luca art. That's why I eye thee more than all the rest. And he them, as he beat upon his pate, Those flatteries immerse me here below, Wherewith my tongue was never surfeited. Then, after this, my leader said to me, See that thou urge thy glance a little further, that with thine eyes I quite attain the face of that disgusting and dishevelled wench who yonder claws herself with filthy nails and crouches now and now is on her feet. That Thais is the prostitute who answered her paramour when he had said, Have I great thanks from thee? Nay, <laughs> marvellously great. Here with them, let our sight be satisfied. Inferno 19 The Eighth Circle Fraud The Third Trench Simoniacs Oh, Simon Magus, oh, his wretched followers, since ye the things of God, which ought to be the brides of righteousness, rapaciously adulterate for silver and for gold. It now behoves the trumpet sound for you, for in the third great trench your station is. We now had climbed 
the next tomb-spanning bridge, and were on that part of the crag which hangs directly o'er the middle of the trench. Wisdom supreme, how great the art thou showest in heaven, on earth, and in the evil world! How justly, too, thy virtue makes awards! I saw that on its sloping sides and bottom the livid coloured stone was full of holes, all of one width, while each of them was round. Nor less, nor more wide, did they seem to me, than those which, in my beautiful St. John's, are made as places for baptising priests, and one of which, not many years ago, I broke to save one who was choking in it. Be this a witness, undeceiving all, out of the mouth of each a sinner's feet protruded, and, as far as to the calf, his legs. The rest of him remained within. The souls of all were both of them on fire, because of which their joints so strongly twitched they would have snapped green twigs and cords of grass. And, as a flame on oily things is wont, to move along the outer surface only, so likewise was it there from heels to toes. Who, teacher, is he yonder, who was tortured by twitching more than all the rest his mates, said I, and whom a red of flame is sucking? And he to me, If thou wouldst have me bear thee down yonder bank which lowest lies, from him thou know both of himself and of his sins. And I, What pleases thee I like, my lord thou art, and that I part not from thy will thou knowest, as also what is left unsaid. With them upon the fourth embankment came, and turning round, descended on our left, into that narrow bottom pierced with holes, nor yet did my good teacher set me down from off his back, but brought me to the hole of him who grieved so sorely with his shank. Whoe'er thou art, sad soul, that holdest down thine upper portion planted like a stake, I then began, say something if thou canst. I there was like a fire that confesses a base assassin, who, on being planted, calls him again, that death may be delayed. And he cried out, Dost thou stand there already? Dost thou stand there already, Boniface? By several years the writing lied to me. Hath thou so quickly sated with the wealth for which thou didst not fear to seize by fraud and outrage next the lady beautiful? Even such did I become as those are, who, not understanding what is answered them, deem themselves mocked, and think of no reply. Then Virgil said, Tell him immediately, I'm not the one, I'm not the one thou thinkest. And I replied to him, as I was bidden, whereat the spirit writhed with both his feet, then sighing, and with weeping voice he said, what is it, then, that thou dost ask of me? 
if to know who I am concern thee so, that for it thou hast crossed the bank, know then that I was with the mighty mantle clothed, and verily the she-bear's son was I, so eager to advance the cubs that wealth I pocketed up there, and here myself. The others who in working simony preceded me, are gathered neath my head, flattened between the fissures of the rock. I, in like manner, shall down yonder fall, when he arrives, whom I believe thou wast, when I of thee the sudden question asked. But now, already longer is the time that I, thus upside down, have cocked my feet, then he will planted stay with ruddy souls. For after him shall come from westward lands a lawless shepherd of still uglier deed, and fit to cover him and me. Renewed shall Jason be, of whom in Maccabees one read, and as to that one his king yielded, even so who governs France shall yield to this. I know not whether I was here too bold, in that I answered him in this strain only. Now tell me, pray, how great the treasure was our lord demanded of St. Peter first, before he placed the keys in his control. Surely he asked for naught but follow me. Nor yet did Peter or the rest take gold or silver from Matthias, when by lot he took the place the guilty soul had lost. Therefore keep still, for thou art rightly punished, and take good care of that ill-gotten wealth which caused thee to be valiant against Charles. And were it not for this, that I am still forbidden by reverence for the keys supreme thou hadst in keeping in the joyful life, words of still greater weight would I employ, because your greed, by trampling on the good and raising the depraved, afflicts the world. The evangelist was thinking of your shepherds, when she, who on the waters hath her seat, was seen by him to fornicate with kings, the one who with the seven heads was born, and from the ten horns her support received, while virtue still was pleasing to her spouse. Ye've made yourselves a god of gold and silver, and from idolaters how differ ye, save that they worship one, and ye a hundred? Ah, Constantine, of how much ill was mother, not thy conversion, but the dower gift the earliest wealthy father took from thee, while I was singing him such notes as these, he, whether it were wrath or conscience bit him, was fiercely kicking out with both his feet. I verily believed it pleased my leader. He heeded with so glad a look throughout the utterance of those true clear words of mine. He therefore took me up with both his arms, and when he had me wholly on his breast, he climbed again the path down which he came, nor tired of holding me in his embrace, but bore me to the summit of the arch, which crosses from the fourth bank to the fifth. When there he gently set his burden down, gently, because that crag was rough and steep, and would be difficult for goats to cross, from thence another trench was shown to me. Inferno twenty, the eighth 
circle, fraud, the fourth trench, diviners and soothsayers. About strange punishments must I make verses, and furnish matter for the twentieth song of this first lay, which treats of those submerged. Already had I wholly given myself to looking down at its uncovered bottom, which with the tears of agony was bathed, when people in the great round trench I saw come weeping silently, and at the pace at which in this world litanies advance. Then, as my sight fell on them lower down, wondrously twisted each of them appeared between the chin and where the chest begins, for toward his loins his face was turned around, and backward it behooved him to advance, because of foresight they had been deprived. By palsy some, perhaps, may thus have been entirely turned around, but I've not seen it, nor do I think there ever was one such. So may God let thee, reader, gather fruit from this thy reading. Think now for thyself how I could ever keep my own face dry, when at close range I saw a human image so twisted that the weeping of the eyes along the fissure bathed the back. Indeed, as on a rock of that hard crag I leaned, I wept so that my escort said to me, Art thou still foolish as the others are? Here liveth piety, when holy dead is pity, who then guiltier is than he who lets his feelings judge divine decrees. Lift, lift thy head, and see the man for whom, before the Trojans' eyes, the earth was opened. Whence all cried, Whither art thou rushing now, Amphiaraus? Why quittest thou the war? and he ceased not from plunging headlong down to Minos, who lays hold on every one. See how he makes a bosom of his shoulders, because he wished to see too far ahead, he looks behind, and backward goes his way. Behold Tiresias there, who changed his looks, when female he became from being male, his members being each and all transformed, and afterward he needs must strike again the two entwining serpents with his rod, ere he the plumage of a male regained. He, who to that one's belly turns his back, is Aaron's, who in Lunai's mountain quarries, where toils the Caveries who dwells below, among white marbles had as dwelling-place a cave from which his view was not cut off when at the stars he gazed or at the sea and she who yonder with dishevelled lock covers the breasts which thou dost not behold and has on that side all her hairy skin was manto who first searched through many lands, then settled in the place where I was born, 
thereof i'd have thee hear me speak a little after her father had from life departed and bacchus city had become enslaved she wandered long about the world up there in lovely italy beneath the alps which o'er the tyrol lock out germany there lies a lake which is bonocco called from o'er a thousand springs i trow between garda and val camonica the pennine alp is bathed by waters which therein find rest a midway place there is where trento's shepherd and he of brescia and the veronese might each his blessing give if there he went Peschiera next a fair and mighty fortress and fit to face both bergamasks and brescians sits where the shore lies lowest round about there all that in bernaco's spacious lap cannot be held flows out of it perforce and down through verdant pastures forms a stream when once its water gathers head to run no more bernaco mincio is its name till at governolo it joins the Po. Not long its course before it finds low ground, o'er which it spreads, and making it a marsh, is wont at times to be unsound in summer. Passing that way, the cruel virgin saw a region in the middle of the fen, untilled and naked of inhabitants, there to escape all human fellowship and work her arts she settled with her staves and lived and there she left her empty body thereafter men who all around were scattered collected in that place which was a strong one because it had a femme on every side o'er those dead bones of hers they built a town then after her who first picked out the site they called it mantua with no other lot the people in it were more numerous once before the foolishness of Casalodi had been deceived by Pinamonte's guile. I charge thee then, if e'er thou hear it said, my town had its beginning otherwise, permit no falsehood to defraud the truth. Thy statements, teacher, are so sure to me, said I and take such hold upon my faith that those of others would be burnt-out coals but tell me if among these passing people thou seest any one deserving note for my mind now is wholly bent on that he told me then the one who from his cheeks extends his beard across his swarthy shoulders an augur was when greece lacked males so much that for her cradles only few were left. Twas he who set, with Calchas' aid at Aulis, the time to cut the fleet's first rope. His name Eurypolis, and in a certain place he thus is called by my high tragedy. This thou knowest well, who knowest all of it. That other one, so thin about his flanks, was Michael Scott, who surely understood 
the artful game of magical deceits. Guido Bonatti see, and see as Dante, who wishes now that he had given heed to cord and leather, but too late repents. See the sad women who abandoned needles, spindles, and shuttles to become diviners. These wrought their spells with herbs and images. But now come on, for Cain is with his thorns, holding the bounds of both the hemispheres, and plays upon the waves below Seville, and round already was the moon last night. Thou surely must recall it, since at times it harmed thee not, when in the dark wood's depth. Thus he to me, as meanwhile on we went. End of chapter 50